Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Rose, and... I've got a I've got a fun a cute wow I've got a couple fun things coming your way today. The topic that we're going to speak on today is how to use your body, how to use your physical being to understand when jobs, situations, people, places are for you or when they're not for you. And this is something that I've learned really the most difficult way possible is when I'm embodied versus what is when I'm disembodied. I'm going to explain to you how our body reacts, at least my body, right? And my theory around when we have to become disembodied to stay in a situation and what that means. So really what we're going to talk about today is how to know if you're on your path how do you know if you're on the path that is highest and best for you? How to know if you are living in your divinity, your purpose, your connection? How to know if you're in the right place, the right situation, the right job, whatever that may be. You can use this and apply these tools across the board, whatever it is you're wondering about. And I want to remind you before we dive into today's episode is that we always know, right? Deep down, we always know what our purpose is. We always know what our path is. We always know what our divinity is. We always know what our message is. We always know what, you know, relationships are right for us and what are not. And and it's a deep knowing, but oftentimes we allow ourselves to shove that knowing down, to push it underneath the surface, to avoid that truth because admitting it to yourself is uncomfortable. It usually means releasing things. It usually means shifts happening. It usually means a redirection. It may mean that you have to shake things up and that can be really uncomfortable. So I want to honor that you all have the answers within you. You all already know what is best for you. You already know your highest path. And I encourage you to set the intention that you be open to seeing where you're not living in your fullest truth, allowing that wisdom to come through today as we have this conversation. Before we dive in, I have two announcements and I want to tell you a funny story. Um, The first announcement is that I'm hosting a 90-day free healing series. You guys, I'm bringing together... I think I have 13 right now of my absolute favorite healers, breathwork facilitators, embodiment facilitators, coaches, mentors, healers, therapists, therapists into a healing container to give you guys free resources. This came through, I, you know, I have this beautiful podcast and this beautiful platform for people to come share wisdom and their stories and their messages but I don't really have a space right now for people to 
share and be of service with their healing gifts, their spiritual gifts, their, their wisdom in the sense of the healing world. And so I really want to create a container both for you guys so that you can come and hold the light. Cause I feel like there's some big changes happening. I feel like a lot of us are going through shifts and there can be this heaviness that comes with that. And I want a space for you can come to release for free, totally free event. Um, I'm going to put the link in, in the show notes, but you guys can go to shelbyrose.com forward slash healing series to get in on this. And you can pick and choose which ones you feel called to come to. If you want to do breath work, that is a Friday this week. If you guys want to come do the energy clearings, come do that. If you guys want to do other things, come do that. The, the schedule is still filling in. I have a few more people who need to claim their spots, the healers. Um, but for the most part, September's booked and almost all of October's booked up already for amazing healers. We have one to two healers a week, one to two opportunities to shift your frequency and really hold the light for yourself. So definitely come get on, in on that. Um, the second announcement I have, you guys, is that I'm not going to announce this on Instagram into my email list, probably until, you know, I haven't actually gotten the full, like, yes. Um, but there is a cohort. I had to stop and pause and use my pendulum to make sure that, um, I meant to share this with you already because I got the yes before and then I was feeling a little bit of funky energy, but it's still yes. So I am dropping another cohort of the Become Magnetic Mastermind this fall. This is going to be a six-month container. There's going to be eight women. It will be both virtual and I'm feeling that there's going to be a retreat the weekend that the date came through. It was like 5, 5, 21. I was like, okay, I'm still sitting with all the details, but I wanted to open it up to you guys here on the podcast. You are, I feel so connected to all of you. I feel the energy of this podcast community is so beautiful. And I wanted to open it up to you who listen before I open it up to all the social media, <clears throat> excuse me, and my email list. So if you've been feeling called to be a part of this program, I encourage you to get your application in. The process for this is we, I, you know, I have people apply. I want to, I want to get to know you guys before I bring the container together. You apply. I go through the applications. Um, we jump on like a 20 minute, 30 minute call. And we just discuss like, is this going to be a good fit mutually? So if you feel called to that, you can go to the show notes and apply. You can also find this on my website and there is going to be an early bird bonus. If you get your application in before September 19th, um, there will be a bonus one-on-one -on -one session as well as you're going to get access to soul activation. And that's why I'm feeling called to drop it here because I feel like some of you are meant to be in both. <clears throat> if you've already purchased soul activation and you want to be a part of this cohort of the mastermind, I will give you a discount for whatever you paid for the soul activation for the mastermind as well. So that is what's happening. Um, let's dive into this episode. Okay. The funny story I have to tell you guys is <laughs> I watched a, I went down a not a rabbit hole. I watched one TikTok video. I thought this was really interesting and I want to share it with you guys before we dive into the topic of embodiment. But eels, <laughs> Jamie's laughing. Um, 
I've been talking to her about eels all day because I'm like, oh my God, they like, no one knows how they reproduce and they dissect them and there's no reproductive organs and they've never seen them mate in captivity or in the wild. And then they go from freshwater to saltwater when they're old and they're, you know, about to pass away and they go to the Bermuda Triangle or whatever that's called. And then they come back and they're baby. And, they, and well, they don't come back, but babies come back. And I'm like, this is insane. Is this some like rising Phoenix shit? Do they just get eggs right before they pass away? Like no one knows the answer to this. And it's been like, I forget the like ancient philosopher that, that knew this was like, this question tormented him. He was like, I don't know. Like, how does this happen? So my point is centuries. We've not known how this happens for centuries. And I just think what came up for me as I was listening to this is I was like, you know, there are so many things that are beyond the, like, that we know, right? There are so many things that are still a mystery on this planet, in the universe. And it blows my mind that, you know, we're always looking for the data, right? What's the data? What's the evidence? What's the physical evidence that this is happening? When there's so much magic that we still don't understand, right? I have a friend who um, has done, Renee, has done a lot of quantum healing work for me. And she has a friend who's studying quantum physics at a university and a professor, a researcher. And what she's studying is what Renee is doing in, in, the, in the quantum realms right now, right? And it's like, we think that there is this separation between science and spirituality, but I think they might be one and the same, right? That science proves that this energetic, the stuff that goes beyond the senses, that the stuff that we cannot possibly understand, there's all these mysteries of the universe, this like, that to me just means to me just seems that we will never fully understand how this universe works how everything falls into place how you know even though we don't have all the pieces of the puzzle things are still working out for us in our highest favor i think that's what wanted to come through anyways random tangent on eels. Maybe you guys got something from that. I feel like I just rambled for three minutes, but I do want to talk to you guys about embodiment. So this recently came up for me. <laughs> Excuse me. I <clears throat> I feel like <laughs> I had chocolate right before I came to podcast. Never a good idea. I don't know if this happens to you guys, but I feel like I have a slight allergy to chocolate where it kind of gives me that like <clears throat> raspiness in my throat. So here we go. Um, this recently came through for me. I made this connection of times in my life when I've been really, really out of alignment, when I have not been listening to soul, when I have not been listening to my higher self, the wisdom, the messages, the information that wants to come through. And I've been shoving down the fact that I'm not in alignment with that path, right? That purpose, that divinity that we know we're here to live out. <clears throat> and the common theme I noticed at times in my life when I was most resisting that from coming through, when I was most resisting the information, is that it was highly disembodied. 
And for those of you who are like, yeah, I hear all about this embodiment stuff. I hear all about this, like, oh yeah, like get embodied, get embodied. But what does that actually feel like? What does that actually mean? Here's the awareness that came through for me is because I, you know, I think it's hard to know what embodiment feels like if you've been disembodied for a long time and vice versa. It's hard to know what disembodiment feels like if you've been embodied for a really long time. It's like, we kind of forget, you know, it's like, they say that this happens to women in childbirth. I have no idea. I probably will never know, but they say that <clears throat> women after they have babies kind of forget like the pain of the moment. It's, it's the same thing. I think we forget how uncomfortable it is to be disembodied when we're embodied and we forget how good it feels to be embodied when we're disembodied. I think it's just human nature to like <laughs> kind of forget. Maybe it's my nature. Who knows? Anyways. So what I'm saying this is if you, if you don't know what embodiment feels like, to me, this is what it means. Embodiment to me feels like I'm connected to life. I feel like I am present. I feel like I'm experiencing life. I feel like I've shared this example so many times, but it's like I can look at that beautiful sunset and I could cry because I feel so connected to the moment, so connected to life. And when I'm disembodied, it just kind of feels numb. I kind of feel like I don't, I'm not here. I'm not really living my life. I'm just kind of floating along. I'm just kind of there, but existing and like witnessing my life, but I'm not in it and I'm not living my life and I'm not feeling my life. And I'm not experiencing it to the fullest capacity I know is possible. So to me, disembodiment feels like I have to leave my body, right? It's that feeling of like, I'm here, but I'm not really here. So if you're, if you're on that side of the spectrum where you're like, yeah, I feel that. I'm like, I go on a hike or I go on a walk and I'm like, yeah, this is beautiful, but I don't feel anything. Or maybe it's that, you know, you go through the motions of life. You just like go from one thing to the next and you're not really feeling or experiencing and being present in your life, right? That, that to me is the feeling of disembodiment. There's something there. What I want to say is there's no wrong place to be, right? You're not bad or you're not unhealed or you're not screwed up if you're on one side of the spectrum or the other. It's simply witnessing, right? Oh, I'm disembodied. And then we're going we're gonna to talk about how to get to the root of why we become disembodied, right? And there's many reasons, but one reason for me is, that we're gonna, is what we're going to talk about today is like not being in alignment with my truth. So on the other side of the spectrum, embodiment to me feels like being in my life, right? Like I feel connected. I feel present. I feel the full spectrum of emotions, both the highs and the lows. And it's a beautiful experience to be in that. I feel like my heart is just open and I can connect to people. I feel love. I feel presence, right? It's a totally different experience of life. I feel lit up. I feel, I feel pulled forward, right? You know, a lot of people talk about like, it's another, actually, I'll probably record this for next week, but like motivation, like being pulled forward. That's how I feel when I'm embodied. I feel like my mission, my soul, my purpose is pulling me forward rather than being in that like disconnected state where you have to like push and shove because you're disconnected from everything. You're also disconnected from your purpose and your message. If we're talking about entrepreneurship or just whatever it is you're here to birth into life. Right? So that's, that's kind of the spectrums for me. That's how I know for myself. And I'm sharing that with you because some of that might resonate with you when you can kind of feel, Oh, I am embodied or I'm disembodied. It's different for everyone. <laughs> I've listened to so many different embodiment teachers talk about this in so many different ways, but to me, that's how I know. And that's how I feel. So I'm sharing with you 
So you can start to form your own definitions and understandings of what embodiment means to you or disembodiment. So what I've realized is, you know, these collective experiences, looking back on times where I have not been in alignment with myself and not been living in my truth, right? Working at my, that hospital job that drained me and, and really like I worked myself to the bone and like just hustled, hustled, hustled. I was very much so in a survival mode and I was not like, I, I, I would go get through the day and be like, I don't even remember the patients I had today. I don't even remember like the conversations I had today. I can't even remember what my coworker told me three minutes ago because it was such a disconnection from myself. Like I had to leave my body in order to be present in that job and that situation, right? And here's the key is I had to leave my body in order to stay there. And that's the pattern that has repeated itself over and over and over again. When I am in situations relationships. I flip my phone over here because it's distracting me. When I'm in a job, when I'm in a friendship, and you know, I noticed this too, when I had very surface level friendships that we really couldn't go below that surface, right? And these were not all my former friends, but there was a few where I really had to like leave my body, escape my body in order to stay present in that friendship, right? I was not embodied pretty much all of college. One, there was trauma that occurred. One, I was working myself. Two, I was working myself to the bone. But I also was, you know, the life of the party. I had 30,000 friends and needed to be like that, like, you know, party person. And because it was in so many other energies that really weren't in alignment with me, I had to leave my body in order to stay in those friendships, right? Had to leave my body in order to stay. So, the other places that this came up is that when I was working with that mentor who <laughs> was not healthy for me, we'll just say that, I started to feel extremely disembodied and disconnected from my life. And that was an energetic component, but it was also a, in order for me to stay in this friendship and in this mentorship, I have to leave my body and abandon my truth. I have to ignore what's true for me in order to stay in this friendship, right? And so a pattern for me, I know I'm not in my truth and connected to my truth if I have to leave my body in order to stay somewhere physically. And I'll notice these subtle, subtle changes too as I go throughout my day. You know, I was on a walk the other day and I was walking on one street and I felt really expanded and I felt really connected and I felt really present. And then I walked down the next street and there was this energy shift that happened and all of a sudden nothing had occurred. I hadn't looked at my phone and like saw any messages. I didn't, you know, there was no one, no physical trigger for this, right? But I felt the energy on the street shift and something felt really wonky. And all of a sudden I couldn't get in my body. Subtle energy shifts, right? It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that street, but I don't think that street was an alignment for me, right? Maybe there was some funky spirits there. Maybe there was some wonky energy on that street. Regardless, it was like, I, in order for me to be there, I had to get out, I had to be out of my body. Kept walking, left the street, went down a different street, back in my body. This is occurring for all of us all the time. And it doesn't mean that there's like, 
oftentimes we're going to say it because I always want to bring it back to if you've experienced trauma and you can't get in your body, there's likely some work that needs to be done with a therapist. But as you come back into your body and you're more in tune with your body, you can notice these subtle shifts throughout the day. If you, every time you have to go to your job, you have to leave your body. And to me, this is my own interpretation of this. It, to me, it feels like my higher self is like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> I don't really, I'm not digging this. I don't want to be here. And she's just kind of like, poof, she's out. Right. To me, that's how it feels of like, if I have to leave, she's like, this is not, this is not us. If you want to do this, you want to choose into it, it's fine. Your human self can have this experience. You can choose that job. You can choose that friendship. You can choose this. You can choose that. That's fine. We all get the choice, right? We all have free will, but this is not us. This is not true. This is not what we're supposed to be doing, what we're meant to be doing, where we're meant to be, who we're meant to be associating with. Nothing wrong with them, right? But they're not in alignment with our energy. And so I'm going to dip because this isn't us. The more time I spend in energies, people, places, whatever it may be, and I have to dip out, I know I'm like, this. something's off, right? And this can be like a, I, I want to say this too, is that if you're in a relationship or if you're in a situation, for me, when I have that mentor, where I really had to be out of my body in order to stay in them, it can also be a manipulate, a sign that there's manipulation happening. When I was in that um, mentorship with her, if I would have been fully in my body and feeling my body's response to her energy, right? The things she said were very manipulative. The, the, um, the way she put herself on a pedestal and gaslit me, right? That was very manipulative. If I would have been in my body and felt my body's response to that fully, I would have known truth instantly, right? So part of it can be that there's this like gaslighting that happens and we have to abandon ourselves in order to stay in the thing. And I'm bringing this to your awareness and I'm bringing this to your attention, not because there's always, you know, something bad happening or manipulation. It doesn't really always mean that. Sometimes it can simply mean that there's another beautiful human being with beautiful energy that you aren't in resonance with, right? And there's not that resonance to stay there. And it's a subtle, your body subtly saying, you can stay here, but it's not for you. So I'm going to peace out. My higher, your higher self is going to peace out because this isn't truth for you, right? I've had so many experiences like this where there's beautiful souls, beautiful energy. <laughs> and I can just feel that there's, you know, there's not a resonance there. There's not a connection there. In order for me to stay, I have to abandon myself. So I bring this to your awareness so that you can start to, to pay attention. Am I in my body? And if I was being fully truthful and fully honest about my personal truth, is the job I'm in, the place I'm living, the friends I'm keeping, the relationships I'm staying in, the whatever it may be, right? Those I think those are the main things that we are my health, the, the choices I'm making for my health. Are they really truly in alignment with the person I know I am? And here's the really unfortunate part is that there can be really great things, right? Really great things in our lives that still aren't in alignment. <laughs> 
I see this with people who stay in a job that's good, right? But they know isn't where they're meant to be, the path they're meant to be on. It pays the bills. They have good coworkers. But something still isn't quite right, right? They're not fully... <laughs> I had to pause it for Dahlia. Um, I'm not fully in my body and therefore something. I need to look at something, right? I need to be honest with myself. What is causing me to leave my body? And to me, when I leave my body, it means I'm abandoning my truth. Abandoning what I know to be right for me, what I know to be true for me. So if you got really, really honest with yourself, if you, you looked at everywhere in your life, do you feel fully present? Do you feel fully connected to your life? And if you're in a place where you've never felt that, where you've been like, I've never really like felt the joy of just looking at a sunset and being brought to tears. I've never felt the deep connection with another human being just because you can feel their soul, right? Like if you've never experienced that full, that full body, just like presence, I want to, I want to let you guys know that one that's possible for all of us, it's available to all of us. It might take some, work, energetic, therapeutic, coaching, mentorship, whatever that may be. It may take some releasing and shifting things around in your life, but it's available and it's possible and it is the most rewarding thing when you come back home to you. So I, I'm going to sh quick share just like the occurrence that happened for me over the past few months. Um, there was an energetic component. I think I might've shared this on another podcast, but I, I wanted to share, if you guys haven't noticed, I pulled the retreat that I was going to host this fall and I pulled really anything that I made a decision from a disembodied place. Right? So there was a period of time and some things are being rearranged in my life right now that are kind of happening behind the scenes just because I think there are there is a importance of keeping sacred things to ourselves for a period of time. But there was a period where I was in not admitting a really deep truth to myself, right? Something that I knew to be true, but I wasn't being honest with myself. And I got really disembodied. I got really disconnected. I started to feel like what what's happening, right? Like why am I why do I even get out of bed every morning? Is that like really heaviness? And there were, were were energetic components. I had to call in some of my my mentors and healers on. But there was also this like underlying lingering thing what, that I wasn't admitting to myself, right? There was something out of alignment. And whenever we make decisions when we're out of alignment, this is why <laughs> The Become Magnetic Mastermind that I, I'm re-releasing, we talk so much about alignment. It's really, you know, this has changed over the years. It started out very much so just strategy, very much so just talking about like how to set up a business. And we still talk about those things. But the foundation of this program is being in alignment with your truth and being in alignment with who you are, your message, your purpose connected to that service. And any time that we disconnect from ourselves in one area of our life, right? And I see a lot of people start businesses without being fully connected to themselves first. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just 
I know the difference from personal experience of being connected to your message, your truth and yourself versus not and how that shows up and how that manifests within the context of your business because so often our business is an extension of self. So we, what we, the work that we do in Become Magnetic Mastermind is also this like deep profound connection to self message truth so that you can become magnetic, right? Because we're magnetic when we're connected to ourselves. So there was this, this period over the summer where I wasn't admitting my, to myself my truth, right? I was staying out of my body. And you guys have heard me talk about this, craving more alcohol, craving more sugar, eating candy like crazy, not wanting to move my body, wanting to binge watch TV. Here's some more signs for you that these are ways that we leave our body. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with alcohol or sugar or Netflix or any of that, but it's the like wanting to do it to leave your body, right? To escape, to escape, to escape, but over an extended period of time and not really wanting to course correct, right? Not really wanting to actually be in your life. That's a scary place to be, but it happens to a lot of us because there's a lot of us not admitting to us ourselves the truth of the matter. And maybe the truth of the matter is you're feeling called to be a part of something, but you're resisting out of fear to make an investment, right? Maybe that's your truth. Maybe the thing you're resisting is the fact that your job is not in alignment, but you keep doing it because your parents told you it was a good thing to do. Maybe you're resisting the fact that you're living in a situation that contracts you. Has You have to leave your body every time you enter that door, right? I want you to get really, 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 really honest with yourself. Because when I did this this summer... One, I had to pull everything off the table because I do not, <laughs> we don't launch from places that are out of alignment. And when we do, we pull it out because anything that starts from a misaligned place, it was really interesting because I pulled the, when I pulled the plug on the, the retreat, I also realized there was a ton of things that needed to get rearranged in my own life. And I don't even know, <laughs> I don't think I'll be around this area when the retreat runs just because I have some travel planned and other things happening that are get re, getting rearranged. Anyways, spirit always knows, right? So we we pull all the things and we, we reevaluate and we go back into the world and we launch and we move forward and we take action from that aligned place. And when we do from that place and we stay committed to our own embodiment and to our own truth and to our own alignment, that's where the magic happens in life, you guys. That's where the flow happens. That's where these miracles happen that we watch happen in other people's lives that we don't fully understand, Right? How can this possibly happen? She was just doing this and all of a sudden, boom. It's because they're honest with themselves of where they want to be living, who they want to be in relationship with, where their career is taking them, where they, what purpose and mission they are here and a career path, whether or not they're meant to have kids, right? They're honest with themselves and they stay committed to that truth. And you feel that because there is no watered down there is no disconnection. That presence, that connection, that embodiment, that deep connection to life can be felt. It's visceral and it's magne magnetic. So I think that's all I have to say on the topic. If you guys love this episode, please do rate and review. You, you guys know that this is how this message gets shared or share it with a friend, a family member, someone. Take, it, take me on Instagram. Let me know you guys are listening. I love to connect with you guys. You guys, 
I feel your energy every time I get on the mic. I feel your love, your presence, your connection, your alignment. I feel all of you, and I'm so grateful for this community. That being said, I would love to connect. I would love to get to know you guys. I would love to see where you are all living and what you're doing and the message you're here to share. So let me know um, when you're listening. Take me over on Instagram. That is all I have. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll chat next.